What's going on, guys? We are back with another Let's Get Active podcast. Today, we got a guest with us. I'm not going to say his name yet. We got a guest with us. One of our first guests from season one, one of the most popular guests from season one. I will have to say, put it out there. Uh, one of my favorite episodes we did. We have my guy, Justin. I'm not gonna, I'm not, hey, look, I'm not even going to try to script the name. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> no, the other Justin, man. So, uh, if you if you listen to the to the episode that Justin was on in, in, in the first season, he kind of knows background. But just to just to give it again for everybody that's new, so just Justin was um he was actually my 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 TA, right? Uh, yeah, kinda. But I mean, really, I was the other black dude. I was the only <laughs> other black dude. That's what I want to say. I yeah, but, the only other black but, dude. But, but the but the origin of the story was Justin was my was my TA one of my classes. Basically, he grabbed the papers and he did all the work that the professor didn't want to do. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I remember going to Justin's um to his office or whatever, and I was like, you know, he was in charge of you know reviewing the papers and grading the papers, and uh, I, I gave my I gave my paper to Justin. He was like, look, I'm gonna tell you right now. You turn this in right now, you get this grade. But if you go to the computer lab and change these few things, I'll give you a hundred. But when I say when I went, I went to that computer lab so fast to get that hundred. <laughs> and ever since then, I feel like uh, me and Justin have been great friends. Like you said, we were, uh, I want to say probably what, 25% of the, the black population oh, in our college. Yeah, so um, there was really like one of, one of, three or four. So we, we just bonded and we ended up having literally like every class together until, until he graduated. Um, so we, we just bonded like in that sense. And that was my, my one of my Northgate partners before me and Lamar became partners. <laughs> and then you and then you left me with the commercial banking. I did. I did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So just I like I'll, I'll let you I guess you give your your background. But um, not only was Justin um, a lot of my my, my classes in my undergrad, but also he was at the time he was um he was a part of the uh the financial planning program at Texas A&M. He's actually when I uh when I was interested in financial planning, like when I transferred to A&M, I was talking to one of the one of the advisors. And she was like, oh, I have the perfect person you need to go meet. And that's when she uh, introduced me to Justin and realized we had classes together. So that's that's kind of how our our friendship, our brother. Brothership, whatever you want to call it, started and it's been, it's been going strong ever since, man. For sure. Hey, hey you know what's you know what's crazy is is I was uh you texted me the other day and uh, <clears throat> somebody was like um Larry who who's Larry I said oh that's Jay he said <laughs> Jay he said what are you talking about? Larry how does Larry convert to Jay is is he a junior I said. Nah, it's just Larry Payton. We call him Jay. It's Jay. <laughs> but but where does Jay come from? And I said, I don't know. I said, but, you, I don't. but you know, I am a junior. 
Are you? Okay, I am. is that where it comes from? It is, yeah. Well, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Because I was, wow, man, she, she put that in my ear. I said, I, I don't know why I call him Jay. Because we call him Jay because we call him Jay, that's why. You call him Jay, that's it. <laughs> that's it. It's just Jay, okay? That's just what it is. Yeah. Jay Payton. For sure, man. Oh, man. What, uh, what call it? Uh, Lamar. Lamar. How's that after, <laughs> after, uh, grad? You were telling me, uh, you were telling me, uh, you got everything lined up. You didn't go through a chicken with your head cut off. Uh, wait, wait, wait. Before that, though, I need a quote. Yeah, yeah, he, he, okay, yeah. Before we get into it, let's do something different. You've been on season one. So I'm going to give you the honors to give us a quote, or like we were saying, give us something that you say day to day to your clients or just in general. And that can be a quote of that. And let me tell you something. It's just very simple. It's very simple. It's very simple. Just get started. Mm. Just get started. I mean, let me tell you something. There's so many people that I've talked to that yeah. they they just they got uh a thousand, they got ten thousand. They they think that they need Jeff Bezos money. You know what I'm saying? They think that they need FU money to get started and investing. That's not true. With that mentality. We can never get going and uh, further our uh, our dollar, make our dollar, make money for ourselves, and and get get the ball rolling. Just get started. You know what I'm saying? Get started on your phone. And we have too much. The access to investing is too easy to not to not get going. That's that's another quote that I follow. Not a quote, but I guess. Um, um, I don't what you call it, like a like a value I guess or something I live by when you said uh, just get started man because a lot of people always say oh well I'll start on Monday then Monday becomes next Monday and then Monday will become next year um, but if, yeah procrastinating man like it's 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 a deadly drug honestly <laughs> and it, it kills not a lot of people but it kills a lot of dreams for real because mm-hmm. you and, you don't put stuff aside you, you just you just never get to it because you just won't, you won't just get started. And and you're right because I, I showed you my car is purple now. Yeah. Let me tell you something. Oh no, hold on. Yeah, Justin sent me the picture of the car, man. So uh, I'm, I'm gonna go way back to when we had the, when we had that white thing. Uh, <laughs> you have to get a new car. And then I hit cars. What's that? I'm gonna call it like some type of candy purple on it now. You feel? You all see smart and forward with a driving a driving a purple Jolly Rancher. That's that's just. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. It's too. It looks too good. Yeah. It looks too Wait, good. Wait, my seater you had? I think it was black. Or it was black. Yeah, I got tired of the black, and actually, I was pushed. You know what I'm saying? My, my girl pushed me. She said, "Whoa, purple." That would put the word out there. <laughs> <laughs> that put that. Okay. Uh, hey, we can skip that. We can, we can skip hey, that. It might have slipped out. It might have slipped out. Here, let's get active. We support relationships. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, go go ahead. Uh, rewind to 15 seconds and start from right here. Okay, so. <laughs> <laughs> I want to change it. I want to change the color. I'm not bold enough. 
I don't have the patience to wrap it. It doesn't even look good. I want it to look like it came off the assembly line. And I just went downstairs. I bought the paint. And I looked at the paint. And I said, here we go. Started spraying it. You know what I'm saying I taped it off and everything sprayed. Bro, came out fabulous. That's yeah. all about just getting started. It, it doesn't get even started. have to do with just investing. It's just, just get going. Look at this podcast. Just get started. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And now y'all active for real. Active. I had to tell you that though. We were like, let's just do it. It took a lot for us just because was it? It was like a month before we actually did it. Yeah, I mean, like I we mean, planned for a month. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll go back and see like I always do. We literally started our first episode after a happy hour on Lamar's floor on it on his phone, literally. That's, and it and it and it wasn't even what like here like you you said I'm gonna send you a link. I, I don't think last time we spoke on a link, did we? I think we may have. Uh, I don't know what happened, but y'all were still trying to figure out recording. Y'all yeah. were going through the growing pain. Yeah, we, we but at the end of the different day, different platforms and everything now, bro. Yeah, different yeah. platforms. But once you do it, you say, "Man, that didn't work. Let's do this." Man, that didn't work. Let's do this. That's how you. That's how you overcome those what ifs. Yeah, people and don't want to get started because of those what ifs. Mm-hmm. Once you start getting through it, you overcome those what ifs because you you deal with the problem in front of you. Exactly. So then you going on, you start learning more and more. You just gotta get started. And once you get started, you, the process is gonna come. Like it gets bro, easier. Let me tell you something. I will bro, I am I bro, I am a step from being a, a, a body shop master with <laughs> what I've learned with how to deal with painting and nicks and fixing stuff all just around the body of my car. Bro, it's just yeah. You, I, you I just, got you some learn. I got some ideas I wanna throw out y'all that I wanna to do to my car. So me uh off off the air I might have to hit you up, bro, and, and uh, see your opinion on some things. Hey, for sure. I'm here. I'm um, here. But, yeah, but no, going back to what you said, I mean, trying to go on what you said about the um just get started. I mean, our our professor that we had in the financial planner program, um, Dr. Harness, I remember one day he asked me this question. I'm gonna paraphrase it. You can you can tell me if I'm uh you can correct me, but he asked me in front of 300 people, if there is one thing that I would learn in his classes, what was it? And I said, Doc, I don't know. <laughs> and he was like, well, what that, I mean, I wasn't, everybody started laughing whatever. He was like, well, that one thing that I want every, all my students to remember is your dollar today is your most important dollar. And what, what he meant was that the, the earlier you start investing, you know, the more you can take advantage of your net present value, the more you can take advantage of the compounding periods. So uh, that, that's kind of what you mean by that. If you start tomorrow, you're missing out on the money that you can make today. Um, and kind of, mm-hmm. You can kind of go off that if you want uh, to kind of explain it in more detail. I'm kind of out that realm now, but that's kind of what I remember from him. I mean, no, that, 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 that's exactly right. I mean, at the end of the day, you know, I mean, when I first started, you know, doing this, you know, you, you come from, uh uh texas a&m you come from dr harness who 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 damn near the, the smartest human being i've ever met he's so sharp he's so sharp uh he, he he's so uh his his mind his 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 mental is so successful even when he's defeated he's still successful just because of his mental and so like you have all that instilled where you're like okay i'm gonna be the best i'm gonna make the whatever and then you get out in the real world and you start to like apply everything. And one of the things that I've really learned is that you can overcomplicate something to the point of destruction. 
And that's just dealing with, now some people's situations are very complex. That's okay. But you always gotta just keep it simple at the end of the day. So when they talk about that most important dollar today being, or your dollar today being the most important dollar, they're absolutely true. But it doesn't mean that you gotta, you gotta get into derivatives and options and start messing with Bitcoin and start messing with just the index fund. Just the S and P five hundred index fund. Put it in there. Leap, look the look the other way and let it grow. It's let, gonna let's, grow. Let's, let's even talk about just simply taking money out of your out of your paycheck. You know, have, having that disposable income and not spending your whole paycheck, not living paycheck to paycheck. That that's first. You gotta you gotta first have money to invest before you start investing. No, for for sure because and 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 that's a good point. And one of the things that I always tell people is look. I don't like budgeting. Do you like budgeting? I don't like budgeting. And they'll say, no, I don't like budgeting. I say, like, okay, good, 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 because I hate budgeting. <laughs> but what, what I would tell you is I want you to look at your budget like a pie. And that pie is going to be cut into three pieces. It's very simple. Your home and housing, not just the, the base rent, but everything, utility, water, electric, everything, home, should be 25 to 28% of that pie. Your savings should be 30 to 35% of that pie. Everything else is lifestyle. Whatever you want to do, it doesn't matter. If you want to attribute that to more savings, sure. But some people want to live. So then you got to attribute whatever is left over to, okay, this is what I'm going to do as far as maybe I'll go on a trip or vacation or whatever the case may be. But if you start using some of that some of that saving portion of your paycheck to go on them trips and stuff like that. Now you're not going to have nothing to show for it. You're going to start looking at your bank account going, man, I, I don't have anything. So I think it's very important to realize, okay, if you are going to start preparing for a life after retirement, you know, yeah. Okay. We want to look at that 30, 35% and say, that's how much we want to save. But Let's say you want to live a better life than what you're living now. Maybe we'll save more. Maybe we'll save 50% of our paycheck. That's on the extreme side of it because you definitely still want to live. So it is about figuring out a way to make money to where the lifestyle that you live in today is the same lifestyle that you want to live, you know what I'm saying, down the line. So when you're fresh out of school or when you're getting started, you got a lot of time to figure it out, a lot of time to figure out how you're going to make money. I think the panic starts to creep in around 40. I just got off the phone the other day, and um, or not the other day, today. I just got off the phone. And this man has is 61 years old. Mm-hmm. He has $130,000. And he said, I got to make that laugh. And I said, oof, that's tough. Yeah. Because what are you going to do? I mean, spend 10000 a year, you know? I mean... That and that's and that and that right there is basically saying you may not make it. So it's so important to have set aside. You know, people are afraid of investing, so therefore their their money isn't making money. And now instead of compounding over the years, it just kind of sat in the savings account, or it wasn't really invested properly because they didn't really talk to anybody or didn't do any research of their own. If they if they're a DIYer themselves, you know. So, I mean, I think at the end of the day, it's just about getting started and it's about making sure that you do take care of today's dollar mm-hmm. because that determines what the future dollars look like. 
Yeah. No, I, uh, I, uh, what you said about those percentages was no, definitely important, but I'm going to talk about what you said about the other percentages. Well, the other part of the pie that you consider quote unquote lifestyle, that part is important too, because, uh, I would say when it, another thing that Dr. Harness in the program taught me was there's no cookie cutter way to invest. It's all specific to your, you and your lifestyle. I like how you said lifestyle. You didn't say, well, 10% has to go to vacation. 15% has to go, no, your food for the month, blah, blah, you know, so on and so right. forth. It's more so, you said lifestyle, which I feel like is a good word to use because it literally depends on your lifestyle. If you're going to spend that money on vacation, but you still want to put money in other parts, and that's what works for you, that's what works for you. So it's really, like you said, it's 100% your lifestyle and what works for you. No, for, for sure, because, you know, somebody else that I was talking to, uh, they live in New York. And, you know, they don't drink, they don't do anything like that, but they go see Broadway shows. Now, I've seen Broadway shows in Fort Worth. Uh, I've seen Broadway shows in, in Dallas, but my goodness, to see a Broadway show in New York, I mean, you, you gotta have some kind of bread. It is a little bit more expensive. Uh, they don't play around with their Broadway out there in New York. And and she does that because she's able to trade off the, the nightlife and the, and the going out to eats and the, she trades that off with, okay, well, I'm gonna just make stuff at home. I don't really like to drink, that's not my style. I'm gonna just go to these Broadway shows. I mean, I may not travel everywhere, but the Broadway show, that, that's why I say lifestyle because that's it's whatever you wanna do, man. As long it's as it just make a show. Yeah, as long as it works. As long as it works. Yeah. So that's why I never, I never like to do the whole budget thing, I say. How much you spend on your house is too much, or you can spend more if you want to. But if you don't spend more, that means you can just put more away, or you can put more to your lifestyle. It's just those three pieces of the pies, man, and that's it. Just don't yeah. spend more than that of those three pieces in those categories, and you're good. You're yeah. good. So that's how I like. I always like to simplify everything all the time. Mm-hmm. Every subject, I always like to simplify. Yeah. So that's just that's just one of those things that that comes from from just just doing it, uh, you know. And, and the thing is, is that, you know, doing it as long as I have and knowing that I'm gonna continue doing it even longer, I just know that I'm gonna find even more ways to start explaining things like, you know what I'm saying, I'm talking to an elementary student or I'm talking to someone, you know, that that has no idea because the better I can convey myself, the more people I can help at the end of the day. Because people that I can't convey myself to, I can't help. So. That's also super important. Oh, for sure. Hey, real quick though, I want to circle back to uh, him saying what you said, uh, Justin. You said overthinking can cause destruction. Oh, yeah. That 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 stuck because like if you overthink something, like just like you like we talking about right now, just getting started. If you overthink getting started, you're not gonna get started. Yeah, or yeah. you gonna you gonna think about all the negatives. Or or all the what ifs, all the naysayers, like you're gonna think about all of that. It's like that that quote really hit, like, cause I feel that a lot. Like when I overthink things, that's where I struggle. But if I yeah. give it a little thought and then go with my like first, uh, the simple, the simple thing, the simple thing could be the easiest or be the best decision instead mm-hmm. of like overthinking and complicating it, and then you might come with a difficult outcome and then that might be wrong so just going with a simple answer 
and, and and you know, man, oh my god, you're so right. So when you looking at like it's the milk and butter syndrome. Like, you know, when you go into a grocery store and there's seven columns of milk and <laughs> all different types of two percent, whole milk, almond milk, uh uh fat free milk, the the purple label, the red label, the Broaden the great value, the this, the that. Hey, he knows his milk. He knows his milk. <laughs> the connoisseur. That was a milk connoisseur. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then you got, you know what I'm saying? You turn over there and look to the left, you see the butter. You know what I'm saying? You got the freaking, can't believe it's not butter, the the real butter, the, the, all this stuff. <laughs> and then you start look. I mean, me, you know, I get fooled because I'll go and I'll say, man, I'm not even about to look at all this. Which package looks the best? And then no, that's how they get me. But you got to just make a decision. Like when people talk about investing and I'll say, look, let me tell you something. I don't care. Just the next time it rains for five minutes, that's when you invest. Like, like It doesn't matter. Just do it. Like, like, so that's, that's what it is with me. When I go up to a grocery and I look, I go, man, I do like pink. So I'm gonna get that milk. Like I'll just get the pink label milk and call it a day at the end of the day. And sometimes when you look at, when you look at something and you get overwhelmed, you can either not get it or you can end up hurting yourself by thinking about it too hard. It's just milk. Just yeah. get it. You know, yeah. and, and, and that's what I was talking about uh, the other day uh, with someone uh, when I was looking at a menu and uh, the menu has so many options. You know, I love cane. Why? Because all they got is chicken tenders. You want a chicken tender sandwich? You want three tenders? You want six tenders? You want tenders and some bread? What do you want? But it's going to be tender. Very easy. Chick-fil-A is chicken. Chicken sandwich, chicken nuggets. What do you want? It's very simple. But when you go to those some restaurants where they be like, man, we got 30 different burgers, five special burgers. Uh, we recommend three of them on the house. Uh, you know, the chef has his three top three special. You're looking like, man, it's going to take you weeks to decide. You got to have to do You got to break it down in the Excel spreadsheet. <laughs> and, and when I be shopping on Amazon, when I was looking for like, you know, what kind of compound to use to buff out the car after I finished painting it. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. There's 3M. There's Sonax. There's car chemical guys. There's so many different. And I was sitting over there. I had them all in my cart. I was looking through all the reviews. Two and a half weeks, almost three weeks later, I realized. I have not bought no compound to do my car. <laughs> and they all I the gotta same make a thing. choice. Yeah. And it's all the same thing. Yeah. So I just ended up just saying, let me get this one. What do you know? It worked. You know? Yeah. So that's what it is at the end of the day, is uh, you know what I'm saying, Lamar, when you when you get overwhelmed, man, oh my God, it's it it could either cause you destruction by just not moving forward, like you said. Or you could just end up hurting yourself by just making a bonehead decision because you're thinking too much. And now you bought three milks because you couldn't decide two of them went bad. You wasted money. Don't do that. Just go out there. Nice and simple. Keep it simple. What's popular? S&P 500. Invest. Call it a day. Move on. You know? Yeah. No, that, that makes sense. So kind of, it's kind of relatable to... Um... So, so we're, we're all new-ish into our into our careers, right? So, mm-hmm. um, you know what? Pretty much. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I can kind of relate it to that, to where you know when you, when you first start a job, they give you these you know the smaller tasks, and then they, you know, they they gradually get you to, to the larger tasks so you can handle those, and they gradually get you into another task, 
Yeah, I kind of had that that feeling of okay, as soon as I'm learning what I'm doing, I'm a, I'm a, I'm going with the flow, you know, like I, I go and do my days with no worries. Boom. They book something else. <laughs> Boom. They they give you something else and there's something new to learn and trying to you know test you to see if you can handle this. You're like, oh man, like. No, I'm, sometimes I was in. I got to that feeling where I was like, let me let me put that to the side, and do and, and do what I know, because it's giving me anxiety thinking about what I don't know. And I don't want to start it yet. But then mm-hmm. I found it so uh, relieving when I'm just, you know what? Let me stop everything and just dive into this new stuff and just, and just you know put my headphones in and give it an hour and do as much as I can, and then realize after that hour how much you can do. It's just crazy once you just get started how um, not how easy it is, but it's a whole lot more calming, and um, it's a lot more calming. You just never know how much you can do until you actually do it and, and go get started. Yeah, I'm not real though. Sure. In that situation, like I like being put under pressure where I gotta do something new. Like especially if it's like if I'm interested in it, and if a new task put on me and I'm interested in the task, I like. The idea of like trying to figure it out and then once i figure it out i have that understanding of it <clears throat> so like oh yes i would be overwhelmed with being thrown on me but after i'm working on it and i like it, then i start figuring it out it's like okay what's next give me something else yeah. and, like, that's a whole you know what you you make a good point too because it does depend on the task you know because i was talking with somebody and, and and they're like uh man does it ever get does it ever get uh uh, does it ever get boring? I was like, let me tell you something. I talk to about five clients a day, anywhere from five to six clients a day. Uh, some of them keep me on my toes. Thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, the other ones are cake walks. <laughs> and so out of those five to seven, you know what I'm saying, I probably may have two to three that are going to be real tough, and the other ones are going to be cakewalks, easy. And I don't care what you say, you need those cakewalks. You you need those easy peasy little yeah. squeezy because it lets you. Because let me tell you something. Not only is it a confidence builder, but it lets you not get overwhelmed. You know, yeah. if I have yeah. five to seven complicated clients, Monday through Friday, nah, I quit. <laughs> you, can't, you can't can't do it. but you know it is fun and it keeps you on your toes when you're like ooh you know what I'm saying we we got the build back better act from from Biden coming out with the interest rates and all the trillion dollars of spending how is it going to affect we're trying to ramp up so we can get there fast okay so people going to call about that am i invested in china i don't want to deal with china oh my god okay you don't want to deal with china we invest a little bit in international. I got to figure out a little bit more about, okay, how do we get you out of international so that you can sleep comfortably at night? But I got to read about this Build Back Better Act from Joe Biden to see what's going to happen with the interest rate so that when people on the other side, the right side, call and say, oh, I just hate this administration and guy, you got to sit there and say, okay, no, 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 it's okay, it's okay, it's okay, because this. <laughs> and that is the entertaining part. That's the fun part. Then you got people that just say, Hey, how much can I contribute to my IRA? Huh, six thousand. Bye. See you later. It, it just, it's real easy, you know. So it's it's like it's it's you need a, a good mix, the best of both worlds. And and you know when I first started, because 
I was at Clear Fork, which is the Mayor Prize, and now I'm at Vanguard. So whoa, I was. Oh, when did this happen? So, <laughs> so this happened uh, September. So there was uh, a little bit of a ruffle uh, in in August, uh, in, around the August time frame, and I ended up leaving, resigning from from Clear Fork, and uh, just saying I, I I just gotta go, you know. I had enough saved up. I'm just going to leave. So I, I ended up going to uh, Vanguard a few months later, uh, which really I thought I thought I was going to find a job in a uh, in a month. When, you know, within that month, but it's okay. Have because, how much? Three six months? Three six months? No, no, no. It, 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 oh yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, I had the three to six months saved in case I had a job <laughs> lost. How long was I out? I was out for two months. So that that'd be working. It was probably about a month and a half, month and a half yeah. I was out. But yeah. no, it, it, it's it's uh, you know, when I was when I was looking, I was like, man, the grass is definitely greener on the other side. Mm-hmm. And when I went to Vanguard, I was like, it, it's just so crazy, bro. This is the first time I ever said, oh my goodness, those benefits are crazy. <laughs> I can't hurt. <laughs> This that benefit package is looking correct. Internet stipend, working from home, uh, health insurance, HSA. Oh my god! I was like, oh man, this benefit package is crazy. So I ended up going with, uh, <laughs> I ended up going with, uh, uh, with Vanguard, and it's just so crazy to see all the different options that were out there. You know, I, I will say this, and this is to everybody. You don't have to be miserable, especially if you're skilled and qualified. Mm-hmm. Maybe if you flip burgers, you probably may be miserable. But if you're skilled and qualified, you do not have to be miserable because there are so many opportunities out there that are looking for people. People, I thought that because of the market that maybe people weren't really looking for advisors. Man, I clicked the uh, button on LinkedIn that said I'm available and my thing was flooding. Oh, great resume. Can we talk? Can we, da, da, da. I had to turn down about, uh, you know what I'm saying, like six or seven offers in that span because it wasn't really about finding another job. It was about finding a job that I felt was perfect because I talked with Harness about it. Yeah. And it was about finding a job that I felt was perfect for me by going through the experiences that I went through at Clearfork and using that to say, this is what I want, this is what I don't want. Yeah. And so, yeah, is the static back? Okay. This <laughs> This is what I want. This is go ahead. Okay, we start three, two, one, action. This is what I want. This is what I don't want. So, uh, so yes, yeah, it's real. It's 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 real hard to say. I'm gonna leave my comfort of a paycheck. I'm gonna leave my comfort of I've been here. I know it, and I'm gonna leave and go somewhere else that may not be better. That may not. Uh, there may not be an offer out there. But who knows? But I just gotta take that. You gotta, you gotta just get started. Yeah. And so once you do that, I felt that offer. I, I just got started, and it, and it sucked, man. It, it, it sucked starting all over again, having mm-hmm. to build yourself back up. But you know what I'm saying? It's now December, and, and, and you know what I'm saying? The managers are, are giving me recognition because there was an escalated call that I took. And the client was unhappy, and now the client is happier as she's ever been. And you know, I'm saying all these things happening, and 
you know, I had a, a one call with somebody that said, uh, you're just a pleasant to listen to. One of the coaches, you know what I'm saying? The coaches, they evaluate your calls to see how things are going. So you're just a pleasant to listen to. I don't think that. I hate the sound of my voice. I hate listening <laughs> to it. But, but I, I, at least the people that have to listen to me think that. So, you know what I'm saying? It, it's, a, it's a valuable lesson for me personally, and, and, it, and it helps me spread that message of don't settle. Get started. Yeah. And, and and keep things simple, keep moving forward. So when I went over to Vanguard, um, you know, it it was just essentially uh, you know, um learning a new system, figuring out, you know, how to talk to, to their clients because everybody's methodology is different. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I hate international. You know, I don't know if Vanguard will pull me to the side and have a talk with me if they heard me say this. But I hate international. I hate international because if you're going to tell me to bet on somebody, I'm a bet on the USA 10-10, okay? I'm not betting on, you know what I'm saying, international countries because the U.S. is resilient. You know, I can bet on some of the demet- like the, the developed people, like, you know what I'm saying, uh, uh, Britain, okay, China, okay, all right, fine, cool. But at the end of the day, it's the U.S. that I want to invest in. It's the companies here that I want to invest in, Apple, Google, Amazon, these companies here, not Sony, not what, because I promise you this, in a flash, Disney will turn around and buy Sony and, and treat it like a playground. Yeah. It's the, it's the U.S. companies that are the juggernauts and some international ones. The U.S. companies that are juggernaut. So, you know, it's, it's like now I got to sit there and kind of convince myself to convince somebody else that yeah, nothing's wrong with international. And there, at the end of the day, there isn't. You know, what I'm saying yeah. diversification is never a bad thing. Yeah. So, you know, that that's what it that's what it's like really just dealing with with all that. But yeah, what what about the the commercial banking? Are are you still thinking it's, it's like yeah, this is it. This is where I wanted to be. This is I'm I'm good to go. Yeah, man. Yeah, it is. Uh, I was actually about to hit on that because uh, I kind of wanted to compare. What I have questions that, or I guess more so concerns. I just want to see how 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 you're uh, dealing with it in your field because it's kind of things that I kind of drew me towards commercial banking. But I I, I enjoy it, man. I um, like I said, I think you have the perfect personality and the um, the want to have that personal relationship. But I think I, I think I really do enjoy. It. The commercial side of it, look at underwriting, looking at the stories of businesses. Um, but also, you know, with banking, you, you do have the personal side. It's just you got to be at a certain level to get to that personal side. So I think I am using that this underwriting experience that I have right now to deep dive into, you know, um, financial statements, uh, 10Ks, 10Qs, looking at tax returns because, you know, not only do you look at businesses, but there's a lot of businesses where they have personal guarantors, corporate guarantors. I'm looking at appraisals, ordering appraisals. Um, there's just there's just so much to it. Um, I think this is really the side that, that I that I enjoy. I do still think that eventually, maybe one day, I do want to come to that financial planning side, maybe on the back end. Um, but no, I, I think I made a decision that was was best for me. I mean, like I said, I. I enjoy all realms of it. You know, I get the commercial side, but also, you know, I do get to sit in on client calls and 
I love that that personal experience. Uh, that is something that you know you got you got to be blessed to be able to to talk to other individuals when it comes to stuff about their money. Um, so not and, and and you hit you hit on it just real quick. You you hit on it because you said for you. You know I I I love helping people. Yeah. And with helping people comes always wanting to give advice. Yeah. And one of the things that I realized is is that I am somebody that feels like I'm always going to win. Mm-hmm. I'm always going to come out on top because if I dedicate myself to doing whatever it is that I want to do, I'm going to be the best. I may not be the smartest or I may not be the 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 most qualified, but I'm going to be the best at it. And so um one of the things that comes from that with that whole giving advice thing is if I give somebody advice on something, I want them to do it exactly how I would have done it. And that's not always good yeah. because the, it may have worked for me, but it doesn't mean that that's the same path for you. Because I remember I was on your ass about financial planning. I wanted <laughs> you to financial plan so bad because yeah. that was me. That's what I wanted. I liked it. And I wanted you to like it, too, because I was like, you're going to be successful because I already know I'm going to be successful. But yeah. That's not fair to you because. You're like, I don't want to do it. Yeah. So, you know, I always try to share experiences instead of saying, this is what you should do. I'll say, man, look, let me tell you something. I know somebody that, or I once tried to do this, or man, you know, I think that, you know, from the from this experience here, this is what happened. This is the moral of the story. Okay, now you make your decision from there. Yeah. Because trying to give advice, and, and, that, and that mentality has helped so much with talking with clients because I, I don't go... This is what you need to do. Now, now, granted, there are some times where I just go, hey, this is what we're gonna do. Let's do what we're gonna do. <laughs> but 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 that's it, very it, depends, it depends on the client though. It depends on the client. Indecisive, not really knowing. I like to lay all the facts down. And if you still don't know, I'll say, this is what I'll go with. If you don't know what to go with, this is what I go with. Let's do that. Yep, yep. All right, cool. We're moving on. But yeah, it, it does depend on the on the client and whatnot. But yeah, it, it's it's you know when it comes to commercial banking, you know I don't I you told me about five six times how it works. I still kind of don't know how it works, but I'll tell you this: if it has anything to do with pricing on apartment complexes, f you man. Because let me tell you something: <laughs> this this inflation. Oh my god, this inflation being so low. People don't understand the domino effect of why things are the way they are. We need inflation because now that inflation is so low and it's it's increasing. Don't get it twisted. Inflation's going back up. It's not what it was. What's but uh, all, over you know what I'm saying? This 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 housing market is such a crazy market that people are are moving and selling and. You know, maybe they're buying, but really just selling because of the the crazy prices that they're getting um, because the interest are so low, they can charge such a high amount. Obviously, it's just simple economics there, but we're not going to get into that. Mm. And what's happening is, is that since people are moving from houses to apartments, the inflation is is being so low is driving up demand for apartments, driving up the cost. And I'm walking into some apartments because I got to move in February because, you know what I'm saying, the, the Vanguard office is in Dallas. 
So, so I'm gonna be in uh, North Dallas come Feb come February, and I'm like, I'm not paying this much for this apartment, and I'm looking like, man, I'm about to live under this bridge uh, while <laughs> while uh, while apartment prices go down because of how the inflation works with the housing with the which I know is more um, uh, uh, residential, you know what I'm saying, type of things, not really commercial. Mm-hmm. But boy, oh boy, man, it, it's it'd be crazy. It'd be crazy out here. Well, I'm well, saying right now, it is. Yeah, we're well, basically like a commercial underwriter, kind of put it like to small terms. But really, what you do is say a business wants a loan. I do a loans, hundred mm-hmm. percent. Okay, that's, that's really what it is. Say you say you want to start your own business and you need a, you know, a certain amount of money to start that business. Pretty much, you're bringing to the bank, and it wouldn't go to the branch. It would come to the you know corporate or the or the commercial part of, of, of our of our of our firm. And it'll be my job pretty much to underwrite that loan and pricing not for apartments, but we'll price your your loan um, just like getting a student loan. I mean, we'll underwrite you and look at your credit and everything and determine. How much we want we want to give you, and based off you know amortization and so many other things. But that's really all it is. Simple terms is pretty much giving out loans, and I I do the financial analysis on on commercial loans. So we don't give we I don't deal with customers. I don't deal with giving loans to individuals. It's pure mm-hmm. businesses. Yeah, um, and that sounds beautiful. Yes. I don't, I, don't, I don't have any, any contact with anybody. I mean, I this I stand on client calls, but I don't really I don't really deal with putting up fires with individuals. Yeah. What? Uh. So so Lamar, where where are you going? Uh, what, what are you doing? Yeah. With, just again, like with me being in marketing and y'all both into like uh credit and stuff like banks and stuff, I'm in a whole different world than y'all are in. Like all that stuff y'all are talking about, like a whole different language to me. Like, <laughs> So, so it's it's so crazy because, kind of. See, now it depends because now Jay Jay's in a whole different realm because Jay antisocial. Jay don't even deal with human beings. But, <laughs> <laughs> but, but you know what I'm saying? It it, it does depend. Marketing, marketing is a whole different monster. And and I'm gonna yeah. say right now, man. May God be with you. Let me tell you something. Because <laughs> marketing is a beast. And if you are not good at what you do, you are gone. They don't care about you. Can you bring in more business and revenue with the marketing that you can do? Yes or no? No? See you later. Now, there's so many different types of marketing, obviously. But, to, I mean, what type of marketing do you do? You do or, or are you looking to get into? So like the marketing, I pretty much dabble in everything marketing, like mm-hmm. websites, um, clothing, um, a little, little bit of like Google Analytics. Like I'm everything marketing. I'm learning everything marketing. So I'm on all channels, aspects of it. Mm-hmm. So, but like going back to what you say, like they don't really care about you in marketing. And like uh, when you making your decision on choosing Vanguard or that other place or whatever, you were choosing like the best one that fits you and like what you want to do. So that's really what it is when coming out of the market. If you find that company or team that like you work well with and got your like best interest in, then you're in a good place to grow. And then from there, it's more to blossom with marketing because the, the only bad thing that I ran into with marketing is with marketing, everything is subjective. 
one with something you put out, one person might like it or somebody else might like it. It really just depends on for sure the different locations you like market to the most or like the pricing and stuff like that. But marketing is pretty much subjective, but you got to do what best to get anybody or the sales really. No, and and you know what? You you're absolutely right because when I was at Clear Fork, and this is what what made me go into uh, Vanguard. When I was at Clear Fork, it was very um, uh, like, hey, you know, I gotta bring in business. They'll give me some business, but I gotta mainly bring in the business. I'm getting a salary, but I'll get a bonus for more business. And the more business I bring in, the higher I'll elevate and I'll move up. And sometimes that's a little stressful. You know, sometimes you you can tend to even ruin relationships that way because it goes for more of a, hey, I want to just kind of help. You know what I'm saying? Jay, you come up to me and you're like, man, I want to I wanna, wanna help you genuinely. But because I feel that pressure from Clear Fork, now I'm like, I transfer that pressure on to Jay to become a client. Whereas now at Vanguard, Vanguard's a, it's Vanguard. They're a juggernaut, you know, they're, 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 they're not playing no games. So you don't need to do it. They told me, I mean, when they said, no, 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 let me tell you something. Uh, leave all those clients there. You don't do prospecting, okay? Mm-hmm. You get five, seven calls, we give you those calls. We, we give you those meetings. We, we give you those clients. You keep the relationship. You bring on relationship and you retain the relationship. And you explain to them why you are a, a bad A, a financial advisor and why they should stay with you. And that is how we look at your performance. And that was huge for me. So I didn't have to, if I don't bring in X amount of dollars in a year, and X amount of, I'm, I'm fired. You you're know, it, it, so, yeah, so, so it, it, it is different with, with the different types of marketings. And, and at the end of the day, bro, when you're dealing with the marketing, there's so much, man. And, and I think that's such a hard job because not only in the political climate that we're in, the different kind of people we gotta uh, we gotta uh, 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 dance for, like jesters. We gotta look out for. I mean, I mean, there's commercials that I be seeing, and you know, and, and I don't know like about the marketing thing, so I could be speaking far right. I have no idea. But when I be seeing stuff, I be going like, oof. I wonder how that played out in such and such community. You know, like. It just be yeah. so everybody everything is so touchy nowadays that everything just feels like, man, you gotta dance around this just to, you know what I'm saying, do that and this may be an issue and all this other stuff. So man, I, I just feel like marketing is so hard nowadays. But Yeah, but I also think it goes back to kind of your how you were saying with, with your your older company and then Vanguard. Uh and kind of Lamar was saying it's just up to whatever you um it's like it's up to your like your purpose, I guess. It it goes back to like you know if you want to work for a big company or a small company, the 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 cultures and the values and the things that they're gonna want for their business plans are gonna be totally different. How you were saying with Clifford, it was like you you eat what you kill, right? Mm-hmm. And you gotta go out there and get it if you want to make some money and you know and you have a job. Where at Vanguard is kind of just we're gonna give it to you, and it's up to you to keep it and and progress it. Yeah. So it's it's kind of like you know being a small bank or 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 a, a larger bank. So I inter- I interned at both a small bank and a larger bank, and I saw how the processes worked at a smaller bank, and how everything was 
way more community where, you know, my my intern desk was right next to our, our president's office. And then, you know, that, that availability is right there and uh, you can throw ideas off each other. And it's just a, a more, I don't want to say family environment, it's just a more close-knit environment. Mm-hmm. You work for a larger bank and that's totally different. Like you might not ever meet or see a CEO or, or see the president ever. And everything is just just like a funnel, you know, it goes from him to other people to, to people under him, under her, and it goes until it reaches you. And there's just way more, um, way more, way more stories to get to until you meet that top person or until you get to that top position. So it's all like kind of how we talked about in our last episode. It's all about really perspective, uh, kind of how you, how you see things, how you're looking at things and who you're working for and who you're working with. Man, let me tell you something. Man. God doggone it. Yeah, I never speak the truth, man. <laughs> man, let me say something. Yes. And, and, there's, and there's really nothing to add to that. Yeah. One thing I will say, though, is Jay, could you imagine if you were in Dallas? Oh, my <laughs> God. The havoc we were. You remember? You had that one position, and you was like, man, should I do Dallas or Houston? And you ended up going with Houston, and I was just thinking the other day, I was like, Man, if you took that job in Dallas, oh. man, it'd be, it'd be fire. Because now I'm going to be in the Dallas area, man, it'd be fire, man. But now I'm you, out there, bro. So I'm at the, hey, look, Lamar be out there, shoot. He'd probably be out there next weekend. Hey, I'm out here. I'm there. But, but you know, but, yeah, man, at the end of the day, everything that you do and, and you know, I, I didn't really talk a lot of, a lot of financial planning. And, 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 and it's hard to – because, you know, there is so, like, there's no, the value that I could provide to individuals mm-hmm. is so out of this world. And I am, I haven't even tapped into, like, an emptiness of the amount of value I know, I, I don't know, I know I can provide, you know? And so... You know, it's it's just like uh, you know, my brother called me about like Bitcoin the other day, and you know, I'll say some stuff, and he's always like, "Oh man, that's crazy! I didn't know, I didn't understand." But at the end of the day, it's like, it's like, it's like all of the things that I provide is ongoing relationships. It's so hard. It's it's like people. It's it's essentially like how we went through school and went through the financial planning pro, or we went through. You know what I'm saying? School, I went to the financial planning program and we had these classes. That's what it's like with clients. Every quarter we got a we got it's it's education. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, it's very hard to just go out to go out there and just provide value on a you know uh, on a 40 minute uh podcast, you know, because there's so much information out there. Yeah. So yeah. the only thing that really it starts with is just just get going, man. Just and that's where it comes back to just get it started. And yeah. so whether that's figuring out what you want to do, okay. Now you figure out what you want to do. Figure out how much you can spend, okay. Now you now you cut your uh, check into three pieces of the pie. Mm-hmm. Now put some money away, okay. Oh my goodness, investing is so hard, it's so complicated. Well, just take it easy and just put it put it into you know what I'm saying something simple like a balanced fund. I mean, there's there's so much stuff out there that you can do that. You know, that can help you and say, hey, how's your risk? Your risk is this. We recommend this. There's robo-advisors. There's all sorts of stuff out there. Just get started. And once you start to build up, 
then you say, man, I've tried it on my own. I got this far, but you know, you, at, at, at some point in time, you got to give in, you, you know, you start working out. You can only get so far before you plateau. Now you start talking to a trainer, you know, you do do so. Everything happens where you, you plateau and, or you, you reach a different stage. And now you got to start talking to a professional or you start talking to a professional at the beginning Either way is the right choice, but at a certain point in time, you're going to reach a point where you gotta get, you gotta do more and 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 be better. But it all starts with getting started. Yeah. Yeah. One one question I was actually gonna ask earlier, um, I, I'll ask it now. Something that actually drove me, not drove me away from financial planning, but kind of, I will say, drove me to commercial banking was, I was looking at the industry and I was like. It's going to be, I don't know if I was at the time when I was was sophomore in college, junior in college. Mm -hmm. uh, I I didn't know the process of going into an industry like that where you're 22 years old. And like you're saying, you're you're, you're talking to people that are 60 years old who live three times the life as, as yours. And you're giving them advice and having to build that portfolio up. Um and kind of go back to your previous job and talking about Vanguard, I guess I kind of chose banking, which is the Vanguard, where I don't go out and do that. You know, my bank, they give me work to do, and it's my job to do it. Whereas you're in financial planning and your industry, um, I mean, like, like I said earlier, you kind of you eat what you kill. So I kind of want to see how you, how you took that challenge. Um, being being in the industry and kind of how you're doing with it. I'm, Lamar, I'm sure you have the same thing. In every industry, when you start uh, straight from college, you're going to be a small fish. You're going to be usually the youngest person in your in your firm. It's up to you to get the trust from other people and show them that you have management skills to the point to where you're in, you end up managing people that are older older than you. And how do, how do you gain their trust? And uh, for both of you guys, like how do, how do you go about the situation? How do you gain trust with somebody that is not supposed to have more experience than you, but, you know, it, it kind of looks that way based, based on age and, and tenure? Man, you know, that's a, oh my God, that's such a beautiful question. It's a beautiful question because it's so loaded. And, <laughs> and, 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 and do you remember when I talked about that, that escalated call, it came from a client that, um, you know, we were talking, um, or you know, the the client was talking, and and you know, the, the husband died. You know, um, you know, earlier this year, and she never dealt with anything. She didn't deal with any of the finances or nothing. Mm -hmm. And you know, now this lady has to get scheduled with, you know, someone three years into the industry. You know, what I'm saying, to just not even. You know, really fresh out of, out of, you know, quote unquote, fresh out of, out of school. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, so now you're, you're, you're dealing with, you know, somebody that you're like, what, what, who, what does he know? Like, I, I'm, I'm, I'm retired. Like, this is money that I need to live on, and I need the best. You know, I, I need the best. And, and when I see that, I first used to be very scared of that. Yeah. But whether it's this call that I just had that was like that. And she turned out ended up loving me, or whether it was at the very beginning. The number one thing to build trust is don't BS. Number one, don't know everything. 
Know some stuff. Don't say I don't know to every question. Know some stuff. But don't know everything because that's unrealistic. But ask questions, you know? And that's the thing. And, and they'll stop and say, because again, in an advice given world, you know, this diff, this may be different, uh, you know, for Lamar, but for, for me, in an advice driven world, we're always wanting to help. You know, like I said earlier, this is what you need to do. This is what you got to do. You're not doing it. You're not listening to me. You're going to fail because you don't want to win because you're not doing what I say. No, 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 no. You want to do this. Well, what is it about that that you want to do? Okay, let's have a deeper conversation about Well, nobody's ever asked me that. That's so insightful, so thoughtful that you're going deeper than just the surface. You're not just rattling off sorts of things. Because if I start to give information overload, I lose them. If I don't give enough information, I lose them. So I got to ask questions so I can know exactly what they want, deliver that exact piece of information, and move on. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the call, she said, um, you know, how long have you been with Vanguard? I said, I've been with Vanguard for about six months. But I've been in the industry for going on now over three years. And she said, yeah, I know about your whole you know, experience and your college and where you come from. It's, it's all in the brochure. It's all right here for, for me to see, you know, et cetera, et cetera. You know, but I just want to let you know that you're doing, a, you're doing a mighty good job. You gave me a lot of substance, not fluff. You didn't give me a lot of fluff that, you know, I, I didn't even really know what to do, but a lot of substance. And so thank you. Yeah. I really appreciate that. And that means a lot to me because of how hard I work to overcome the I'm young. I don't know what I'm talking about, but I don't want to overdo it by saying this is all the information I have because that's just not going to do anything besides uh, put people to sleep or confuse people. But by saying, am I delivering the right amount of value to you by knowing what you want to know and then delivering that to, uh, delivering that information? So that's that's really what it is, is I don't want to show off. Yeah. All I want to do is help. And the only way to help somebody is by asking questions. Yeah. So and anytime I'm in a situation where I feel like I'm the younger person or I feel like I'm the one that's not supposed to be having all the experience. That doesn't bother me. I just move forward and say, so how can I help you get to where you want to get to? And then I just start asking questions. Yeah. All right. I want I forgot what your first point was, but you said um don't act don't know it all. And then you said um uh the the, the don't know it all one stuck with me the most because like your boss, like say for instance, you know it all, and your boss will see you as someone that's not improving. So if you didn't know it all and your boss was like, yeah, he's not going to approve where that's his cap. He's like, OK, what? I don't need you if you you already stuck here. But if you don't know it all and you still have room to learn and like that space to learn, then he's going to look at you like he might not know it all, but I can teach him. But he, man, let me tell you something. And, and that's what and and when I tell people, you know, that's a good question. I don't know exactly because it's very nuanced. So I don't know exactly the, the inner workings. I do know that this is generally how it works, but I don't know that. But I'm going to look into it. I'm going to give you that. I'm, I'm going to call you back with that answer. People love that because they know that, number one, they, they know that you know where to at least look and find the answer. They know that you know something around it yeah. and that you're going to deliver to them what they need to know. So, yeah, 
No, Lamar, that, that that's I mean, you hit the nail on the head of the, the coffin with the hammer, whatever that saying is, get <laughs> it. Because at the end of the day, if you are constantly improving, getting better, da 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 you are invaluable. You cannot but if you know it all and you can't there's no room for improvement for you because you just already got it. Man, I don't care what you say. Even people 30 years into the industry, any industry doesn't matter, are still learning, asking questions, getting familiar with stuff. Processes are changing. Systems are changing. Maybe they have a new CRM. All this stuff is going on where you always are learning, period. It doesn't matter. And that's why even as financial financial planners, when you're a certified financial advisor or certified financial planner, you still got to take CE because – Things are always changing. So, yeah, no, I, I mean, yeah, that's at the end of the day. I, I think for me, I am pretty much the youngest. Like, I can't, like, mine, my story is kind of different from yours. I started with um, a smaller company. And, like, to give a background on that, it's actually the company I interned with. And, like, going through school, I was the one, I just went with the flow. Like, we spoke on many episodes. Jay was the one trying to force me to study. I have other friends that I've lived with that were always interning. Like, uh, my boy Daniel Real, they were always in doing intern internships, stuff like that. And they're telling me I should do it. I'm a sophomore listening to them, senior, telling me this advice. Yeah, Lamar, you should intern now. Start now. Start now. And I was like, no, I'm not doing all that. That's too much. But then eventually, come my senior year, I needed to get an internship. And I was like, it kind of hit me like dang I do I need one and graduate so I still kind of just went to flow I was like okay I'm not gonna for it I'm just searching around I ended m- two of my opportunities came from Jay one was um a connect he had with um Tamu Maroon Maroon you or something like that yeah it was yeah. them CC creations yeah it was them and then it was uh, working with his dad with the CC uh, I reached out to them and they were like talking back and forth with me. And then eventually they're like, so with COVID, we're not, our internship program not going to work. So I was like, dang, my last option is with Jay's dad. But so, and then, uh, then he also said, so all, all my opportunities came from Jay, basically. It was CC's his dad, <laughs> then the internship I, I did back then. But then his dad was like, he don't know because of COVID too, because like the little, uh, the government haven't got back to him. So I was like, dang. Now I'm like, I need, what I'm going to do? I need an internship. I need an internship. But since he was still like part of A&M a little bit, his advisor was, was still sending them jobs and internships. So they sent him one and he was like, hey, look into this. Like, why not? So I looked into it. It's different because I was RPS major and I'm minor sports management. And my job doesn't really fit that kind of. But uh, I sent it over to my advisor and she was like, hey, that's cool. Go ahead. Like, we, I'm push it through for you so you can do it. So I went into this internship knowing nothing about building fishing rods, marketing, accounting, none of that stuff. I was basically learning it all through them. And like I said, this is a small company. It's only like six of us. It's a small company. And but as I like, you know, an inter- internship, you're going to dab around with any, everything. So mm-hmm. I dab around with everything. Right. But my boss saw how I kind of stuck to the marketing stuff that's what i was liking like it caught my attention so let me fast forward a couple months later i'm officially strictly in marketing and like being the youngest guy how i made myself appealing is being ambitious hardworking, 
but also the type of person I am, if I like something, like I said earlier, I like it, and I understand it, it's going to come easy to me. So yeah. everything I was doing, it's like, I was like, this is nothing. Like, I'm, this is nothing to me, like, because I know it. But they yeah. look at they look at me like, dang, Lamar, this is a big accomplishment. Like, this is hard. Mm-hmm. Like, we don't know how to do this, blah, blah, blah. And I was in my head, I was like, this is easy. Like, what are y'all talking about? So, like, being that guy that, like, things come easy and, like, hard working, that puts you ahead. Like, that makes your boss, like, make you stand out to your boss. And now, like, since then, and what was well, I started January. Here is December, almost end of the year. I'm in a whole different position back then. I started as an intern. Now I'm a whole manager over marketing on salary at 22 years old. Yeah. A lot of people can't, I'm not downplaying, but a lot of people can't say they are in that position once when they get out of college. Like they search around for jobs or doing a job they don't want to work at. Me, I was luckily, lucky and blessed enough to have that opportunity brought to me and I, and I'm bossing it off of it. Like at 22 years old and we're a small company. So imagine in a year or a couple months, even at a couple months, where I'm going to be at starting with a small company. So it's really more so, I guess, having good friends on one end, but then you internally, like, wanted, wanted something better for yourself. Because I'm talking about... Let me tell you something. No, you're absolutely right. Two things. First thing is when when I left and um, I was one of those people with the chick with my head cut off because of my <laughs> attitude and... And my attitude was, which is so silly, because I don't really think it was my attitude, but it was the way that my attitude was perceived, and that I'm so outgoing that I may seem uncoachable. And I got an opportunity from Lee Financial to intern, and I learned more in those eight weeks. I learned more than I did than I did it all in the financial planning program. And that's just simply because I'm doing it. It's real world. It's not just yeah. the textbooks. So you're always going to learn more. And then, you know, when, when I came and I found my position with Clear Fork starting off, which is, again, a 17-person operation, when you think about it, it's very small. And, and when you think about Vanguard, which is a multi-thousand people operate. So, you know, Starting there, going there, and then and then kind of working my way. But one of the things that has always stuck with everybody that I have ever worked with or for is my efficiency. And I take pride in that because, you know, people will say, man, I gave you this project. I thought it was going to be done a week later. It's four hours later. I don't even know how you did it. And I always joke around saying that I work with the efficiency of three grown men. But at the end of the day, I take pride in how do I figure out the best and easiest way to do something so I'm not busting my ass doing yeah. all unnecessary kind of work for no reason, but I'm being efficient. I can do this. I can learn from it. I can move on and I can, you know, do, do more. And uh, now that that's, that's beautiful to hear because once a manager notices something about you, whatever it may be, same thing here, you know, now at Vanguard, they're noticing just the fact that I like talking to people, the way that I talk to people, and the way that I get my stuff done is very efficient, you know, so that's that's really it. The second thing is, is if you want to be successful in life. You got to know this man, Jay Payton. 
knows everyone. <laughs> he knows everything. He knows all the opportunities. He knows all the connections. He knows the connections to those connections. I have never seen. If you ever walk down a two-block radius with Jay, you don't even got to do you you just get put just somebody just sit there and point at a map and y'all just fall out of the sky land right there walk two blocks I promise you it will take 50 minutes because he will stop and talk to about 70% of the people on the way through those two blocks because of everybody that he knows oh my goodness I can't tell you how many times Oh my goodness, Jay. Oh, it's been the, 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 this. What you doing now? Yeah, da, da, da. I'm just like, man, this man really knows everybody. <laughs> this man, Jay, knows. Man, tell you something. If you want to be successful in life, everybody, this is for the world to hear. <laughs> you got to know this man, Jay Payton, because I promise you, he has something for you. Bro, I, I, I will say, bro, that's like, like growing up, like in high school and college, bro, like even now, that's like one of the most enjoyable parts of my life. I feel like I meet. So many people, even if I'm not friends with people, I feel like I know so many people. It's, it's enjoyable going to places and just always meeting people that you know. Like, literally, dude, I was at, I think two years ago, I was, uh, I'm like I said, I've lived in College Station pretty much my whole life. Dude, I went to, I was interning in the wilderness, a place I've never spent more than an hour at. Got an Uber one night, and the guy said he, he remembered, he used, to be, he used to ref at my, at my basketball game in, 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 in College Station. I was like, how? Dude, literally, I went to a, a Rockets game with my my coworkers the other day, and I ran into a guy that my dad coached when he was in like high school. And he just ran up to me and recognized me like 15 years later. I was like, dude, I don't know, man. Like, I guess that's just that's just that was a gift for me, man. Just it, let me just, tell you something. It, it's a boy. It's a gift, all right. Let me tell you <laughs> something, man. And it's so crazy because I think about how me and Jay know each other. See, Jay, and, and that's the thing that blows my mind. Is, you know what I'm saying? When, when Jay don't want to work with human beings in the, in, with the commercial, it, it blows my mind because he's such a people. You just enjoy being around Jay. Y'all could be doing nothing. He'll just make you feel good just being there. But at the end of the day, I mean, nothing. I mean, and the thing is, is that Jay does everything. He will sit there go to school at the daytime, go to work uh, 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 in the afternoon, go to the rec uh, right after uh, work, play basketball. He'll sit there and then go to Northgate right afterwards. I, I mean, he does everything. So he meets so many people. Me, I'm antisocial. I don't, I'll see you, man. I have a cordial conversation, but I'm probably going to be in the corner. I'm probably going to be ready to leave. I'm probably ready to get out of there. Jay just embraces it. He knows everyone. And that, I think, man, let me tell you something. That is so difficult. And that that is so, bro, oh my goodness. I mean, this man just sat there and gave this man more two opportunities simply <laughs> because he's Jay. So, I, I mean, I, I can't, I can't speak on it any more than that. My goodness. I appreciate it, man. That's much love, man. Much love. Man. I appreciate you guys as well, man, for real. For real though, like you gotta give credit where it's due. Like, yeah, most of it was like me actually doing this stuff, but like I gotta give credit to you, Jay, for actually like giving me opportunity. At the same time, I give credit to my boss for giving me the opportunity too. And at the same time, a lot 
of my like me excelling in the job came from him giving me those situations and different tasks to be in because like type person he is he pushes people so like if he wasn't that type to push somebody i'd probably still be doing be i'll probably be the one running around my head cut off because i wouldn't have no really sense of direction but since he was like smart enough and like good a good enough boss and like he was able to pinpoint what i liked and then helped me push towards it and excel from it and just build off of it, I got to give a lot of credit for him because I probably wouldn't be where I am now if it wasn't. I'll tell you something. Uh, I'm sure a lot of people got to give credit to Jay because <laughs> my my last my last two uh, semesters, because um, I think I think he came on, I had like, uh, like halfway through a third. He just walked in, too. Walked in solid, 5'7". Walked right, 5'5", <laughs> walked right. I said, who is that? Man, let's just see, just black dude. I said, Whoo! And so, bro, from that moment forward, when you came and did the dip, I it was just like that was it. And and my last couple of semesters were so fun yeah. because of that. Whether it was rice this class, whether it was after, whether it was just, I mean, going to the rec, going to, I didn't start going to the rec until Jay started going to the rec. That, that, it's just, I mean, just doing different, different things, you know yeah. what I'm saying? And so it's it's I, just I used to, it's I used crazy. To drag, I used to drag just the North Gate. <laughs> All right, bro, we gonna go for an hour. Stay there till two in the morning. <laughs> we go, brother. <laughs> Boy, he just be hype, hype, and, and you know it's crazy because and, and Jay gave me the courage to do so many things. Jay gave me the courage to holler at people that I never thought yes, I would. I'll get shot down. I'll get shot down. It brings out a different thing in how you approach it. Jay just has no no shame. He is just, he is who he is. He doesn't care. And that is so beautiful to see because then I pick up on that and I go, I'm going to move forward just like how Jay moved forward. You know, I'm going to know people just like how Jay knows people. I'm being real. bro, that people may not recognize or see that, but they pick up on your energy, which is so positive. I know uh, the, the feelings are definitely mutual. Just I mean, you had the same effect, bro. Like you the same thing you say about me, but I can literally say the same thing about you. You're the only person in AgGeek that everybody knew, literally. Like in our college, everybody knew Justin. Literally, oh, you know Justin? How you know Justin? Shit, I don't know. <laughs> just know the guy. <laughs> Uh, it, was, it was, bro, it was definitely mutual. I mean, the same things that you're saying, explain to me, is crazy because I see it from another view of that's kind of how you kind of gave me that courage, like, in school, too. I mean, talking about working with efficiency, I'm the type of person that used to be stressed. I would start something a month out and be stressed for a month. I'm like, and then I'd look at Justin, I'm like, bro, you ain't started yet? Like, man, you tripping. And next thing you know, he finished it a week before I finished my stuff. Like, Nah, so long story short, nah, the, the feeling is definitely mutual, bro. I mean, you're definitely, I told you, you're one of the smartest people I've ever met. And so, yeah, I, I said that the feeling is definitely mutual, man, for sure. Absolutely. Hey, much sure much you know, love. There's, there's, there's so hey, much love in this in this triangle to give around, but. Hey, though, I found, I caught Jay in some shameful moments. Wait. He's, he, I'm not, I'm going to let him say face on the podcast, but I caught him in some shameful moments. Wow, that's what you want to do right now. I promise you this: them shameful moments make make Jay a lot stronger. <laughs> <Them> shameful, <laughs> what just hey, we just move forward. Just move, move forward. forward. 
You go, you sit there, you, you get that shameful moment, you go, all right, I was shameful, but I promise you this, the I next moment won't be because I learned from that mistake. I don't, I, I should have said that line. I'll say, I'll yeah. do this line next time. I'll, I'll do this right here. But that, oh, but that's really? what, bro, I love that fearless, just, I'm going to do it. And, and that fear comes, and that fearless comes from having no shame. I feel like, yes, people do need shame, of course, and Jay has shame. But it comes from the good balance of not having too much shame to where you're not timid, but having just not enough to where it don't hold you back from doing nothing and being bold and just living your life. It can't hold you back. You can live life in regrets. I try to live my life in no regrets, man. No regrets. I mean, yeah, for, for real. Like that's long, like I said, long story short, you got to live life like you might not have tomorrow. Like, Mm-hmm. Just oh, you're still like, recording. Oh, you're still recording. Oh. <laughs> hey, man, let's, uh, you know what I'm hey, saying? Let's, 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 let's get it. Let's get it. Be good, man. Be good. <laughs> Listen, man. Appreciate you, Oh, man. But, nah, yeah. It's, man, yeah, we, we, we can go ahead. Uh, <laughs> I mean, there's a lot. I, 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 I may have to work with y'all in the studio on chopping this up. I'm <laughs> <laughs> I'm no, happy. See, this is a very, this is a good, see, you know, and that's the thing, man. I remember, <laughs> that was so crazy. I remember the first, remember the first episode that we did in season one, and I was just like, Jay, 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 Jay. no, it's okay. Just, just, just don't act like, just, just be like natural. Be like, bro, this is a, so, bro, this could literally just be like, just, it's just, it was a great podcast because it was like we weren't even, talking on like we weren't like all robotic or nothing we just had a genuine conversation and that was it that's a beautiful podcast that's how you make a beautiful podcast that's, that's, that's why i texted you earlier and i was like bro like we don't need i only gave you a topic just in case we got stuck somewhere and i was like okay well let's let's so you already knew what we we're going into but I, I i knew we were going to need that i knew we just needed a regular conversation all three of us can keep it going so yeah no, I, I can talk until midnight, so you got to be careful. Be careful. Yeah, well, no, we, can start, we can start now, but Justin, man, I appreciate you for sure, bro, for, for coming back on here uh, after the first episode. So like I said, you were you know, one, one of the favorites from the first season, man. We, uh, we definitely had to have you back. One of my bros and my brothers, man, my A&M brothers, bro, and outside of A&M as well. So like I said, I appreciate you. Uh, kind of how you were saying, but, you know, the love, man, is mutual. You know, I look I definitely um, look at you highly, man. Like, you know, I say you're I always tell people you're one of the smartest guys. When I got something I wanna wanna throw out throw out there, and I, I have a question or something, some first person, literally one of the first people I uh, I, uh, I think about. So, man, I appreciate your friendship, bro. And I, like I said, thank you for coming back on the podcast. No, for sure, the feeling is mutual. Anytime, anytime I'm here. You in Dallas, bro? Let's go up. Let's know what the move is. Hey, I'm here. I'm here. For, I'm here for that as well. Let's do it. Cause we, hey man, appreciate you though, bro. For real, for real. Nah, for sure, for sure. It's always fun. Yeah. Well, hey, wait, wait, wait. Like he said though, just get started. Just get started. Let's get started. Let's get started. Let's get started. Let's get active. Just get active. Just get started. Just get active. Just get active. Well, Justin, Lamar. What we finna do, man? Just get started.
Let's get, hey, man. Let's get, let's get hey. something. <laughs> hey. <laughs> get, 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 get,